Greetings, everyone. This is June Chambliss again, coming to you as we continue our talks about changing the way we talk about leadership in disruptive times. And this week, we have a very intriguing topic for today. We are talking about our personal leadership during the Israel-Hamas upheaval. Yep, that's what we're talking about on today. Our personal leadership in this time of upheaval. You know, it seems just when we began settling in on one area that would enhance our leadership efficiency, or just when we are trying to readjust to another chaotic event, before we can get our footage, something else takes place that requires our immediate attention as leaders. And in today's situation, of course, we have the Israel-Hamas war on our minds. And as leaders, we must look at this as well. Although the war is not taking place on our soil in America, it is instigating commotion that is certainly affecting us in our workplaces and in our leadership output. But before I began talking about this, I do want to say that my heart does go out to all those involved, those who have lost loved ones, the injuries, and just the human devastation that goes along with this, the pain my heart goes out to everyone. But I have found myself wondering if, as leaders, we have considered the ramifications of the Israel-Hamas war on our employees and our teams as it relates to morale that may have an impact on performance or even an impact on team relations. As we've all seen, there have been rallies across our nation, both in support of Israel and in support of the Palestinian situation. And with such divide, it can only stand to reason that this could bring some discomfort and disruption to our teams and the efforts we've put in to build great teams. I believe we should be talking about this in our leadership conversation. And even if conversations about the war has not come up or do not come up, it does not mean that there is not an undesired influence on the overall organizational goals. As an example, research finds that since 2016, the political climate here is impacting our young people in new ways, our students. The research found that students have concerns for their well-being and the fam their families' well-being. I found research that reported teachers have described students as sad, concerned, angry, afraid, because of the political climate. Because our current political climate continues 
to grow more divided, I believe we as leaders should give serious consideration to the impact that this has on our goals and on our staff and on our followers. This war can have varying effects on employees' morale. And you know, just as the political climate had underlying effects on students, this war is affecting employees and staff, depending on several factors. I just read a report from an HR magazine that said the Israel-Hamas war has raised several HR issues, human resources issues, such as employees being shaken by the violence and creating, because of this, even arguments in the offices are on the rise and on the production floors among workers with strong and opposing views. HR departments are dealing with employees requesting time off because of the stress that is coming from this war and much more. Um, it's likely that we've all heard how Harvard University, how one of their major donors pulled their financial support from Harvard over its reaction to the Hamas attack on Israel. You talk about having an effect within our workplaces and many other significant things like this are happening all over. And you know what this means for you? It means that your teams and organizations are probably more affected than many of you had realized. Additionally, you know, when we, when there is a constant, um, constant news coverage and discussions about the war, this can be very distracting to employees and leading to reduced productivity, leading to the issue of being able to focus on work-related tasks. And you know, when I think about it, um, although this talk is about the workplace, but when I think about it, it, you know, this could also affect our families, unbeknownst to, unbeknownst to them and unbeknownst to us. So how do you lead teams in an atmosphere of highly charged opinions and differences around this war and actually any other awkward or troubling topics? Let's acknowledge having conversations is hard. Having controversial conversations around controversial topics definitely is hard. However, avoiding necessary conversations can have deeper and immediate and long-standing consequences to our desired goals than we would like. As a leader, I realize it could be quite challenging to bring up the topic because actually, it's a difficult topic to broach and you just don't want the conflict that can come behind these kinds of discussions. Or you yourself may have very strong opinions about the matter and may not feel comfortable 
for that reason alone. But as leaders, we should still be able to figure out strategies to have difficult conversations, especially when we think about the positive payoff in doing so. Finding a way to communicate with your employees can uh, do a couple things. It can close the door to a divisive environment and it can create a sense of unity among employees, even while opinions and beliefs differ. According to one scholar, when you incorporate deliberate communication practices, you not only create a certain positive environment, but as the leader, you end up teaching or showing your followers how to debate, how to discuss, how to consider multiple perspectives on how we live together. So let me repeat that because I, I, I want us to understand that. One scholar put it this way, said when you incorporate deliberate communication practices and purposefully around hard topics that affect your employees, when you put that in place, not only do you create a great environment, but as the leader, you end up, you teach, you show your followers how to debate, how to discuss, and how to consider multiple perspectives on how to live together. So it's not about bringing everyone to a place of agreement, no. It's about showing how to be together and still differ in opinion and belief. And right now in our culture, we are not living together very well. So you bring your leadership to another level by being intentional around controversial topics that, that impact your employees. As an organization, the way um, the way public or social issues are handled within the organization is the key to morale and continued performance. By not avoiding or not disregarding these difficult topics in the workplace can also show that you care for your employees, you care for your staff, you care for your followers, because that's the elephant in the room. They're talking about it, but they want to know how the organization handles them and care for them. According to other scholars, this is demonstrating, when you do this, this demonstrates your understanding of emotional cultures on your employee relational outcomes. Emotional cultures, again, they are not about having agreement on issues, it's about the discussion that brings a level of tolerance, understanding, or respect for another person's interpretation of an issue. So yes, it is difficult, but we should be talking about it. And braving these controversial topics in the perilous environment we find ourselves just might be the slight adjustment in your leadership efficacy 
needed to have your employees or followers feel cared for. And when people feel cared for, it promotes trust and confidence in their leaders. So, yes, I think we should be talking about leadership, our leadership amongst what's going on today in our world, the Israel-Hamas war. So I have a call to action for us. I, I, I have a call to action. If you have not already done so in your sphere of influence, then maybe you want to step up and check around your organization. Check the pulse, the pulse of your employees and followers. Challenge yourself if this is something you should consider. Having this conversation in the workplace there may well be underlying concerns that should be addressed. Give yourself a deadline to make sure that you have a deliberate plan and you will not drop the ball on this. I mean, there's still so much that could be talked about on this topic and how it's affecting you and your organization, affecting your leadership during this time. But I hope this gives you something to think on, food to ponder on. We continue to be in a cycle of needing to rethink our leadership and to ponder if the leadership we put out is worthwhile leadership to those who follow. So I hope this will help to, to um, push you forward a little bit in your leadership in these disruptive times. That's what we have for today. And it will help me. I hope you get something from it. And it will help me if you would like, follow me and share this podcast. Until next time, happy leading.